Hello, and welcome to The Porch with Alicia Barlow. Hi, I'm Alicia Barlow, author of The Porch, a place for enjoyment, conversation with people, reflection, and encouragement. Hello, everybody. This is Alicia, and I am here with Claudette Robertson. Ms. Robinson is the owner of Dear Clan Books, and she has an event coming up on Friday, July 28th, and I'm going to let her talk about that in just a little bit. But as always, on the porch, I say, you know, I kind of like to know who, who a person is. I like for them to kind of talk about themselves because that's what you do on the porch. You get to know people. You get to know who you are uh, talking to when you're on the porch and have that conversation. So I always like for a person to just kind of tell us about themselves. And so I'm going to ask Ms. Claudette, just kind of give us a little bit of information about who you are and, you know, what do you like to do and, you know, what's going on. Okay. Well, thank you, Alicia, for having me here today. Um, I've been looking forward to it and, uh, uh, I think it'll be interesting to learn about different things going on with okay. you and me and Dear Clan Books. So, um, my family are Muscogee Creek and, uh, came here during the Indian removal period. Uh, so my family goes clear back to 1833 here in Oklahoma. Um, but I was born and raised in California where my parents had migrated to during the Dust Bowl era. And uh, I came back here in Oklahoma, to Oklahoma in 1993. I felt like I was coming home. Um, I had always felt kind of like I didn't really belong anywhere. But when I came to Oklahoma, came back to Oklahoma, I always said I came back. <laughs> okay. Because I was going to ask, were you born here in Oklahoma? No, I was born in California. I was born in California. Okay. And um, raised there and did all my schooling there, university. My master's at Humboldt State University there. When I came to Oklahoma, I was intending to get my doctorate. Uh, things didn't work out. And uh, so I went all the way through and just never did really finish my dissertation. Um, but um, I've been in Oklahoma since 1993. And um, I, I taught at OCCC, Oklahoma City Community College, for 17 years as an adjunct professor of history. I spent uh, a number of years as a substitute teacher in the Oklahoma City District until I was hired full-time and went and taught in the Oklahoma City District for about uh, nine or ten years as a, as a social studies teacher. So I've been, um, I've had several professions. I spent, um, well, since 1991, I've been reviewing grants for the federal agencies and writing grants for different Nonprofits, tribes. And oh, that kind so of thing. you're a grant writer. Yeah, I'm I a just grant had writer. someone on here um, during a previous con um, podcast and who is probably needing someone to help them with some grant writing. So I'm going to have to make sure, keep a note of that. Yeah, you can share my name. Yeah, and um, and I, I, I started that in 1991. And over the years, I've been in and out of doing that. Um, and right now I'm writing a grant for, um, um, a client within the solar industry. So anyway, uh, I retired from education about two years ago, the year of the pandemic. Now we say the year of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. The year of the pandemic hit, I looked at what was going on and I thought, you know what? They sent us home to teach from home, but I don't really like sitting in my recliner every day, looking at my computer, working that way. Yeah. What, what grade is, were you teaching um, at the time? Well, I taught mostly so, uh, high school. Um, and um, some of the classes I taught, financial literacy, 
American government. I also taught at a couple of other um, community colleges in Oklahoma, a College of the Muscogee Nation, uh, Oklahoma, Northern Oklahoma College, okay. different ones over the years. Um, but um, they sent us home and and I really didn't like uh, all that free time I had at home, even though I was working. You know, you can get up and go get a cup of coffee and you don't have to worry about leaving your children, your students. So anyway, I thought, you know what? I said, you know, God, I, I don't want to retire to my recliner. I don't want to trade my office chair for a recliner. That's just not me. I've been working since I was 12 years old for other people to make money. Before that, working for my my mom, cleaning house, my stepdad, painting fences, herding the sheep up these mountain hills and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> but um, so I just was saying, you know, I don't want to do that. And I've been wanting to open a, a bookstore for about 15 years. Why a bookstore? Well, that's kind of a long story. I'll make it short. Okay. I was about 10 years. No, I would have been about eight years old. I was in the third grade. I walked outside my elementary school in Northern California, way out in the hills, in the mountains. And um, I looked across the road and I saw this box on wheels. And I went over there and I walked up the little stairs into the little box. And and uh, it turns out it was a bookmobile. And so I started reading Zane Gray books, Westerns. And, um, and I think it was Hans Christian Andersen, uh, Children's Fairy Tales. Um, and I started reading and reading for entertainment. Uh, it was like I could never be bored again as long as I had a book. And so I loved books. And uh, I was joking with a friend of mine. I said, I think I might have a spirit of greed. I want all these books, all these books. I don't want to, you know, let go of any of my books. But um, we were laughing. And, um, and so about 15 years now, 17, 18 years now, I started looking around and I would drive by these little strip malls and I'd say, now, would that be a good place for a bookstore? And so I started planning and I started collecting books for my bookstore. So when I opened and during the pandemic, and I think I might've been a little bit crazy to open during that time, but uh, I put my own personal resources into that bookstore for the last three years. And um, I, um, uh, it was what I wanted to do, and I really like uh, that I've become, it's become a part of the community. I love having, I've got 87 Oklahoma authors on my shelves now. You're one of them. The Porch book is a very interesting book, and and um, I'm waiting for you to come to my house and uh, see my new porch that I've that I've remodeled, and we'll, we'll have to have have a cup of tea. I'll, I'll bring some tea, and we can maybe drink some tea and have have some more conversation on your porch. Okay, don't forget yes. the crumpets. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> tea and crumpets. Um, so I opened the bookstore, and I uh, just started letting people know. I looked around um, Oklahoma, and there aren't that many independent booksellers. A lot of people order from. Um, some of my colleagues call the evil a and <laughs> and um and then there's barnes and nobles here in the city but half price books those are not independent booksellers those are mega booksellers you know so the independent booksellers um will often carry oklahoma authors but they only do a, a couple at a time or they might just have them infrequently but they don't really showcase them 
And, um, but I like to showcase them. I promote them by different, I've got an email address list of over a thousand. I send out emails, uh, newsletters. I put ads in the, the Oklahoma Gazette, the uh, Sunday Oklahoman in the book notes page, uh, post flyers on the windows, Facebook, several different Facebook pages all over the place. I'm telling about Oklahoma authors. Okay. So that, so you're, you're talking about this. So you have something that's coming up on Friday, which is this Friday, um, July 28th, um, regarding their, their clan books and the Oklahoma authors. And so, um, what is this event that you're that you're going to have coming up? But before we, you answer that, Dear Clan Books, I want to know how did you come up with the name of Dear Clan Books? What does what does that mean? Well, as I said, my family moved here in 1832, 1833. Um, my ancestor was um, a government doctor, and he married into the Creek Nation, okay. and so over a couple of generations, then. Well, my my great great grandfather was born here. Was one of the first uh, Creek children born here in, in Indian Territory, and his name was William R. Robinson. So my mother's maiden name, my mother's family is Robinson. My dad's family is Robertson. Um, so on the Robinson side, my great great granddad became a, a member of the House of Warriors at, in Creek Nation. And um, um, in Creek Nation, in, in the Muscogee Nation, we have different clans. Clans are like families, extended families. So there, there are 13 in existence now, I believe. And each of those are named after some, something natural like wind or, um, or um, beaver or deer. So our family are the deer clan. And there's um, a cultural thing where... Um, if you meet someone, like I'm a single woman, if I met a man who was, a Creek man who was in the deer clan, I would not be able to marry him because by tradition, okay, so even, extended families. So even if you're not um, blood related, if you're in this clan family relationship, uh-huh. it's treated as though uh-huh. you're blood related. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So taboo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So I wanted to do something uh, for my family. Um, I have a whole bunch of cousins. My mother had nine brothers and sisters. Um, And so there were 10 of them and then all their kids. So that's a lot of people. Now now they all have kids and grandkids. And do you have any children? I have two sons. One is an artist, John Moore. He's here in Oklahoma City area, the metro area. I have some of his work in the bookstore. He's an excellent animal artist. He does excellent work with animals. And um, and then I have another son who is a physical therapist. He has his own clinic, and he's in Northern California. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. And one of the main things, I was the first person out of my family to get a, um, a college degree. My, my mother did not finish high school. My dad, I think he finished high school, but he went mili- military right away. Um, so, so my son was the second one probably to get a master's degree out of our family and, uh, opened his own clinic. He's a, actually has a doctorate now. And so education was very important to me always, especially after having been introduced to books, 
know, so if you've got a book, you, you know, I used to tease, well, I'll get rid of my husband before I get rid of my books, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, but, you know, laughter is a good medicine. Yeah, and that's another story, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, and education is very important. So when I opened the bookstore, I, I had thought for years, well, what do I, what do I want to call my bookstore once I open it? I went through, well, Robertson's Books, Robertson's Library, Robertson this, that, and the other thing. And then I finally said, wait a minute, I want to do something to honor my family. And so I came up with Dear Clan Books. Some people said, well, you know, that might chase other people off. They might think it's only for some, you know, cultural thing. And I said, well, you know, this is what I want to call it, and I'm going to stick with it, and it's unique. And and, and someone, it, it's, I'm glad that you explained it, you know, and explained what that name comes from, yeah. you know, and the, because um, I, I can see as a black person, you know, maybe dear clan. Well, what does he mean by clan? And that's probably oh, what they yeah. were, you know. Well, I didn't think about that ahead of time. I might have changed because immediately when I went on Facebook to announce then there's some Karens who came out and said, oh, the Klan. It's not like, I said, hold on, people. I'm just trying to make a living and pay the bills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not K, it's a C. Yeah. <laughs> good, 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 good. So Friday, what anniversary is this? This is our third anniversary. I opened the store July 13th in 2020. So this is our third year anniversary. We're celebrating that, and I now have 87 Oklahoma authors. I just got like 10 more in the last two weeks. People heard about this, and they just started coming in, you know. That's wonderful. (laughs) That's wonderful. So on Friday night, I'm really excited about it. Um, On Friday night, um, I have 20 to 25, I think I'm going to have 25 Oklahoma authors come and they'll each have their own station set up where they have their books and their uh, swag, whatever, will fit on a tray, on a table the size of a TV tray in order to get all 25 in. <laughs> Some will be sharing a larger table. But um, people are real excited about it. Um, they, I, I had them send me, if you're bringing more books in, add additional inventory. Send me that inventory list by deadline, and so, so, so they did, and um, it, it's it's been something um, communicating with all of these Oklahoma authors, and and um, they probably all write much better than I do. So <laughs> I'm sure you are a great writer. So That's my a- my emails may have been a little bit confusing to start with, yeah. but everything got worked out. All right, great. Yeah. So what kind of genre do you carry in your your store, and what can people expect in regards to the authors that will be there? What type is there yeah. a, a diverse uh-huh. um, population of authors? Yeah, I have. Well, um, breaking it down into into categories by race, I have. Black authors and American Indian authors and Asian authors and Caucasian authors. So I carry any nationality, any race. I'm not restricted to anything. And um, uh, I have a lot of, um, a lot of my authors are very much um, um, 
a lot of them are, are Christians, and so they'll write stories that might have some sort of faith-based um, um, theme. And, um, and then I have some who like to write books about dogs. I had a lady last week come in from Stillwater. She brought in five different titles of her books, and they're all about dogs. Okay. And I'm telling you, people in Bethany area love their animals. Yes. And you can go on any of those Facebook pages, and there's one that's always, I saw this sweet little sweet little, little thing on the corner, and, oh, this mean dog over here. And oh, <laughs> it just, you know, they're all about animals. So, so I do have one lady who is uh, legally blind, and she wrote a book called Aslan, and it's about a dog. And um, uh, she hasn't done a book signing, but she has had her books in my store. And um, so people love their animals, and they'll write about their animals. Um, I have some a couple of men who have a law enforcement background, and they've written some crime drama books. Okay. One of them, Richard Mullins and Dan Brown both, have written about um, uh, crime in Oklahoma. And so they have their books there. And uh, then I have an attorney uh, who has written some crime noir. Noir? Is that the right way to say N-O-I-R? Crime, uh, from like the 1930s fiction. And um, had a guy that worked at one of the, the state prisons, wrote some book, a book about, um, uh, it's called Flashpoint. And I think it's a book about military, some military spy type book. So I have those. And then then there's your book, The Porch, okay. is about, you know, life on a porch. And and uh, to me, being raised on, in, in the country, uh, porches were, you know, yeah, part of, if you don't have a porch on your house, your house is weird. <laughs> so, um, and then... Um, uh, and then I have, oh, I have Doodle and Peck Publishers out of Yukon. And she, um, I have, I maintain an entire section for Doodle and Peck because she's got a whole bunch of children's books. And I have uh, several authors who write children's books. And so then on the first and third Saturday of the month, we've been having story time. And I have two or three of those authors who come and read to children on Saturday mornings at 11 a.m., first and third Saturdays. And so, and what I see people coming in the store, if they come in with kids, they don't really look around at other places, other areas. They don't look at fiction or the domestic or the, or the religious or the inspirational sections. They just look at the children's books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, you, you have a um, activity or events for children, um, like on the weekends where there's just particular readings for children. Uh-huh. Do you still have that? That's the first and third Saturday story time. Story time. Uh-huh. And um, when I first opened the store, I ha- I was still working at uh, one of the local high schools, and I did a, uh, a contest, and I said, uh, whoever comes up with a name for my children's area will get a, a gift certificate. So one of the teachers came up with the name Imagination Station. So our children's area is called Imagination Station, and it's so funny, whenever anybody comes in with small children, I, I show them, I say, well, the, the children's area is over there. So the mom and the dads, they look at books while the kids are in the children's area. 
and never fails. The first thing the kids do is start moving the chairs around. And it's so funny to watch because there are books in that area that they can get and look at, and they do that too. But the main thing they do is move the chairs around. They got to make it fit for them. Well, and, and it's just the chairs are their size. They're small chairs. And so they'll move them around. Even the little two-year-olds will move the chairs around. It's funny to watch. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah, so you have that area for the children. But then you also have space in there for outside events or events that people might want to hold for themselves. Right. I have an event room that I rent out. I have one um, organization that meets there every month. I would like to get more. I would like to have a steady stream of people, um, you know, like um, maybe a book club meeting there every month or a writer's club or or any kind of organization that needs a space on a regular basis. I would like to have that. That hasn't worked out too well so far, um, but I, there are times when I don't promote it. So, um, but um, that it's a nice area. It, I have... Um, I think I have close to 40 chairs and four six-foot tables. Um, and then I have a, a television, 50-inch, 53-inch uh, television monitor for Wi-Fi hookup for like presentations if anybody wants to rent the space and do presentations. It's, it's a very practical. It's not fancy. It's very practical and, um, and uh, user-friendly, I should say. Yeah. All right. Sounds great. Sounds great. So you're having this event and you've got this space and you're going to have all these authors there. Um, I actually talked to some of the authors that will be there. And one being uh, Maurice, who assisted me in uh, promoting or actually um, editing and publishing my books with self-publish, uh -huh. self-me, yeah, self-publishing. Uh -huh. Yes, he's a great guy. And I've spoken with some other authors that I know will, that will be there. So I'm looking forward to the event. Where is it? Where is your bookstore? Oh, okay, right. Okay. You yeah. mentioned Bethany, <laughs> but where in Bethany is it? Okay, so it's 3905 North College in Bethany, 73008. And... um Southern Nazarene University is only not even a full block away on North College. North College ends at Route 66 or Northwest 39th Expressway. And then across the street is SNU campus. So you, there's no through street there. Um, so um, on the corner is the Bethany Post Office. Right next to me is, um, is a place called The Cove. On the other side of me is Hello Nutrition. Across the street is Sophisticates. And there's a lot of parking. It doesn't look like it because that's a narrow, small street. But in back of the store, there's a huge parking lot. Across the street, there's a, a, there's a, a, a small parking lot, but it will hold like 10, 15 cars. And then there's street parking all around. Um, and then on, on the other side of Sophisticates, there's a, a parking lot. And so by the time... Bethany shuts down at five o'clock, there's still a whole ton of parking for people who come to my events. Okay. So it's, the address is on North College um, Avenue, 39th Street. And what time is it starting? It's on, um, oh, it starts at six. It'll go from six to eight. We will have refreshments. I'm ordering the cake today. And um, and so it's a it's a potluck finger food. Um, no casseroles, 
no salads, you know, just stuff, food you can eat with your hands, like sandwiches, cheese, olives with, you know, toothpicks and that kind of thing. Although I will have plastic forks, just for those who insist on eating their sandwich with a fork. Okay. All right. All right. So this is the third year of your bookstore. It will be on Friday um, at six o'clock. July 28th. July 28th. And the address again is 3905 North College Avenue. And that is in Bethany, Oklahoma. If someone needs to call you, what is your phone number? Right. Phone number 405-495-9005. That's Dear Clan Books. And um, if I'm not there, I do have an answering machine. We are open Sunday, Monday, or excuse me, we are closed Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday. I was open for a long time on Wednesdays, but it just seemed like nobody came around. So it was just, and I'm, I'm supposed to be retired. <laughs> I'm supposed to be retired. So I said, wait a minute, I'm retired. Uh, I can take Wednesday. a third day off. Enjoy your Wednesday. But you know, it's like I said, I've been working all my life. And yeah. so it's hard just to shut down. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure you find things to do on Wednesdays and you still, you're still busy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What I really like as a retired person is being able to sleep a little bit later mm-hmm. because at the high school level, you have to be there at 7, 10, no later than 7, 10. Um, the schools in Oklahoma City now have time clocks. So all of these professional teachers have to clock in. Mm-hmm. And um, some people like it, some people don't. It doesn't matter. They are doing it. Yeah. And uh, if you clock in at 7, 11 instead of 710 or before 710, they've got a, an administrator who's sending you emails and telling you you're late. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, sounds like you probably did the <laughs> what was best for you to do. <laughs> All right. Well, I am, like I said, I am looking forward to this event. Um, again, on your flyer here that I'm looking at, you say that you have um, relationships with at least 84 Oklahoma authors. Yeah, um, probably probably more than that. Well, I printed this and then three more came in. Okay. All right. And you're going to have at least 25. Right. And as people hear about it, now you just say that you're going to have stations for at least 24, 25 people uh-huh. or authors. But I'm hearing that some authors may show up and they'll just be kind of standing and talking. and Right. Some of them are showing up and, and they've they've asked me if they can show and the deadline has already passed and I have to think about, you know, how many stations I can yes. put out there. So I told them, well, you know, uh, your books are on the shelf. You can hang around by the shelf if you like. And then there are others who just want to come and circulate. Like, I don't know if you know Dion. Um, Dion, uh, what's Dion's last name? I forget her last name. But, you know, she just wants to come and, and meet the other authors yeah, and visit. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. Well, I, I hope other authors come. I also hope that just people of the general public will come. And we sure would love to see you and meet you and talk with you and get to know you. Well, you know, I, I, um, when you open a business, people begin to depend upon you. And, and it takes a whole community to make a business. It does. Go. It does. One of the things that I had to tell the authors was, you know, your books are in Dear Clan Books, so you need to be telling people they can get their book, your book at my bookstore, mm-hmm. not just the other people, mm-hmm. not just online. And 
another thing is that um, anybody can go to bookshop.org and go up into the right-hand corner and click on my link and order online. And books can be sent directly to their house. So bookshop.org and then bookshop.org is an organization that was formed to support independent booksellers such as myself. And so they give us credit. Um, they give us a percentage of all the sales. And so um, I don't really need a, a website because I have bookshop.org. People can order directly from there and my store will get credit. All right. That's good to know. That's good to know. Well, people out there, if you're in the Oklahoma City area, metro area, Bethany and surrounding area of city of Bethany, please come by on Friday, July 28th at six o'clock and meet with some of these Oklahoma authors. We'd love to see you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening and joining me on the porch. Remember to take time to reflect, share memories, and engage with others on your porch. And I'll meet you here next time on The Porch, your podcast for community conversations. Brought to you by the Possibilities Podcast Platform.